0: Good evening and welcome to the Sean Newman show on the Western Standard. Tonight we we're talking Hockey Canada and I'm joined by Theo Fleury. Oh, wait, Theo, do you want me to say uh um host of the Patriot Warrior on Canadians for Truth Media? What? At the end of uh at the end of uh introducing you, what do you want me to say about Canadians for Truth Media? Do you want me to say your show, your host of this? Do you want me to mention it at all?
1: Uh sure. Yeah. My my title is the director of media.
0: Oh, director. And
1: and and business development at Canadians for Truth Media. Canadians for Truth. Um,
0: Director. Can I just say director of media at Canadians for Truth? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whoops. I meant to ask that before I started. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's try that again. You can hear me just fine, though. Okay, cool. <clears throat> Good evening and welcome to the Sean Newman Show on the Western Standard. Tonight we are talking Hockey Canada. I'm joined by Theo Fleury. Uh, everyone will know him as Stanley Cup champion, Olympic gold medalist, and now the director of media at Canadians for Truth. So, sir, thanks for uh, hopping on. Now, let's let's start here. Uh, Scott Smith, the CEO, and then the entire board have all stepped down from Hockey Canada. Uh, men's hockey has lost pretty much every major sponsor they have uh such as Bauer, Tim Hortons, the list goes on. It's stemming um recently or I don't know if it's recently but stemming from June 18th, 2018. I'm sure a lot of people know the story, but Hockey Canada Foundation hosted a gallon and golf event in London where it is alleged a woman was sexually assaulted by eight members of the World Juniors team. I use the term alleged um because Hockey Canada's quietly settled the lawsuit with the complainant earlier this year. Um You know, Theo, you suited up multiple times uh, for Canada, and two of those times were for the world Mm -hmm. juniors team. You know, as this story continues to unfold, it's not been weeks, you know, you go back through the government interviewing different people. Um, What have been your thoughts?
1: My thoughts are the big picture, right? Hockey Canada is the flavor of the month. okay. And, you know, this is. This is a societal issue, it's not a it's not specific to Hockey Canada. Like I said, Hockey Canada is the flavor of the month. And, uh, you know, whenever I see, you know, sexual abuse sexual deviation, you know, rape, abuse of children, emotionally, physically, spiritually, I always look at this as, why aren't we getting the lesson? Because the lesson has been put in front of us, I don't know how many times in the last 25 years, right? Sheldon came out with this story in 1996. I came out with my story in 2009. The Catholic Church has to talk every day about this subject. You know, USA Gymnastics, Penn State, Hollywood, Boy Scouts of America. Like this, this has been going on for centuries. And instead of being proactive, we're always reactive, right? And in Hockey Canada's case, similar to the Chicago Blackhawks situation, you know, they tried to cover it up. And when you try to cover up this kind of stuff, eventually somebody gets to the truth. And obviously Hockey Canada tried to cover up what happened and eventually the truth comes out. So now they're in react re- reactive mode when they could have, you know, uh, you know, I always say, tell the truth, tell the truth from the beginning. And then you don't have to go through all of this, you know, all this stuff. And ultimately what happens, right? What happens? People need to pay the consequences for trying to cover up this kind of stuff. And so that's why I say today, hockey Canada is the flavor of the month and they handled it in typical big company fashion where they tried to cover it up and eventually the truth comes out. And when the truth comes out, then you have to be in a reactive state as opposed to a proactive state. That's how I see it.
0: Let's, uh, oh, and I'm dropping you out here. What, with, um, with that, you talk proactive-reactive. So, okay, proactively, what should we be doing then? You, you've you made a very good point. This isn't just Hockey Canada. Like, uh, you know, I, USA Gymnastics was not that long ago. Uh, Penn State with Jerry Sandusky was not that long ago. Um, Baylor University was not that long ago. But then you bring up, uh, you know, mm-hmm. Hollywood, Harvey Weinstein, all these different things. Like, it's just, it's everywhere. And when you talk yep. about flavor of the month, that makes honestly a lot of sense. Being proactive then, because I like that word. I like going out and trying to solve things, uh, you know, grab by the root of the, the problem and pull it out. Where do, you think, mm-hmm. uh, where do you think people or where should the energy be put then, Theo?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, we need to put in protocol in place for when this kind of stuff happens, right? Um, like I don't think we're gonna alleviate this kind of deviant behavior on on the planet ever, but I believe that we can lessen and we can put protocols in place, you know, for when this kind of stuff happens, right? And I told Hockey Canada many years ago when I was going through my stuff with them that, you know, they were heading down a road and de- heading down a path that they they didn't need to go down. And I said, if you don't put protocols in place, if you don't put a system in place, this is what's going to happen. And of course, it happened, Right. So what do those protocols look like? I, I'm, not, I'm not sure, but there has to be deterrence because where do people who abuse children sexually, physically, emotionally, spiritually, where do they hang out? They hang out in kids' organizations, right? And so what happens is they groom the adults first, Right? They get themselves in a position of trust and power. And then once they have that trust and power within the organization, then they go and groom the kids. Right? And so how do we stop that? I, I, I don't know at this point, I've been thinking about it for many, many years, but I don't know how we put these protocols in place. But when stuff happens, instead of covering it up, just tell the truth. Because we know that these kind of people infiltrate themselves into kids' organizations. And like I said, we're not going to alleviate it completely. We're not going to wipe it off the planet. But if we tell the truth, it's way better to tell the truth right from the beginning instead of trying to cover up and lie, which is what Hockey Canada obviously tried to do. And now they're in this position where... There's a whole bunch of, um, uh, I believe, really good people who are now out of work because they chose the wrong thing.
0: Well, you know, when we look at some of the scandals that have plagued different sports and everything else, it's a lot mm-hmm. of adults in control. Yep. This one in 2018, you know, I've heard a lot of, you know, my tail feathers get always up in a, a bunch about when they attack ho- hockey as a, overall the hockey culture and everything i came Mm -hmm. through the hockey culture i uh i got nothing but love for the sport i think we both um uh, share similar thoughts on that this is a group of kids that put themselves in a horrendous position what are your thoughts like because this is this is a group of high-end athletes Mm -hmm. making a poor choice beyond poor choice i might add Right, so although right. although adults and different things put themselves in positions of power on this uh, case, Theo, it yeah, was but, but, a group but, a group of kids.: but,
1: but it was the group of kids that exposed the whole entire you know organization, right? Because they started doing digging and found out that, you know they were using uh, parents' registration, they were taking a small portion and putting it into a pool so that they could compensate, you know, people who were injured by coaches under Hockey Canada's umbrella, right? So, so yeah, we can look at one specific thing. So is that culture? I don't know. Is it poor choice? Is it is it immature kids whose brains aren't fully developed making bad choices? Like, or is it culture or, you know, what is it? And I think moving forward, I think that's what Hockey Canada, you know, has to look at moving forward is putting these protocols in this, you know, the structure in place so that, you know, so that when, you know, we're making these, when these kids are making these decisions, you know, it's not on Hockey Canada, it's on the kid who made the decision, right? But they're lumping it all into one big pool here, and this is what happens.
0: You said it was kids that figured it out. Did, did, did I hear that right? What's that? That they found out that there was basically a – I'm a poor term here, maybe, folks, but like a slush fund to to make sure that you know when these things happened, they had the money to pay it. Did you – uh, I thought you said that kids found that.
1: No, 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 no,
0: no. Okay. No, I, then it's just my ears. Um, yeah. We've got a, a slight delay happening between yeah, us. So I know. I'm, I know. I'm, I'm trying my best here to uh, to make sure that I, I catch every word you got, Theo. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you were given the task of Hockey Canada, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's wide open. Like, yep. everybody's gone. Their yep. interim leader stepped up, tried defending it, gone. Yeah. You know, I, I hear um, Sport Canada and all these different things, and I hear, you know, they're, like, this isn't a small organization, Theo. Like, Hockey Canada is is giant. Yep. It's bureaucracy all over again. Mm-hmm. But let's say they approach Theo. What would you do different then? What would you try and do different?
1: <clears throat> well, I would, first of all go to the government of Canada who makes the laws around pedophilia, abuse of children, child and human trafficking, all of these things. And I would say to them, you know, we need leadership from you guys to put laws in place that this type of behavior is not tolerated in society whatsoever. And, you know, uh, the, the crime, which it is, Anytime you, you, you know, you abuse a child is a crime. And the, the time, the amount of time that that person has to pay for the consequences of hurting a child have to match. Right. And in this country, we don't have a justice system. We have a legal system. Right. And, and that has to change. Right. So, The leadership around this type of behavior has been subpar, right? There's nobody in government. uh, Well, a perfect example was an MP from the Conservative Party of Canada last week tried to bring a bill forward where he was going to get tough on this type of behavior and this type of crime, and two liberal MPs were heckling him from the other side. So what does that tell you? was it that we don't care we don't care about kids being sexually abused we don't care about kids being harmed physically emotionally spiritually that's what it says to me right so um and for the last 3 years what has the government done the government has abused its citizens so if the big entity which is the government is using their own tax paying citizens. Are you surprised to hear about Hockey Canada? Are you surprised to hear about the Catholic Church? Are you are you surprised to hear about Harvey Wein- Weinstein and, and and uh you know Hollywood? Are we are we shocked about Je- Jeffrey Epstein and you know Jelaine Maxwell? Are we are we shocked? No, we shouldn't be shocked anymore. But what we should demand is you know leadership from government.
0: Well, that's uh <laughs> I saw Justin Trudeau's comments on on Hockey Canada and, and talking about the culture yeah. that is that is in hockey. Yeah. And I was like, "Maybe you should look in the mirror and see what the culture of politicians is." You know, uh leadership. I I I for one uh, on the hockey side yep. though, Theo, I have a, I have a lot of faith that uh um the people that are in and around the sport can do better. I mean, we've both seen um, and been around, I mean, you exceptional individuals, that this Mm. can be better. I just can't. I have a hard time understanding why people think, but I guess that's culture. Maybe this is just culture, that uh, you can think you can get away with it, you know, like that it was better to like lie and act like you can bury the story. Uh, In today's day and age, I mean... It just it just doesn't work that way. It, it gets out one way or another, and yeah. instead of just you know the the big thing now is with these with the the kids that were on the team, and now the allegations about two thousand three, is that these guys could be superstars in the NHL. Right? It just makes the entire thing look bad, and you could have just mm-hmm. you just could have taken it by the root, pulled it out, and been done with it.
1: Yep. Yeah. And and it's because there are no consequences for this kind of behavior in society. Right. You know, um, like a perfect example is, you know, how the justice system handles pedophilia, right. (laughs) Is, you know, you get, you get probably max six years and then through the plea bargaining process, you get it whittled down to 18 months and then, um, You know, most of those guys serve six months, right, for a horrific crime, right? Horrific crime. You know, I believe that any kind of sexual abuse, rape, whatever you want to call it, is a living murder. You know, it is a living murder. To the people who've been abused that kind of way, it's a living murder. And, you know, what I know is that most men who are sexually abused, they don't make it. They don't make it. They end up taking their own lives at some point in the process, right? Those who don't get help end up, you know, committing or take, you know, taking their own lives. And so, um, you know, that's just one example of the system. The system creates this type of, you know, behavior. And if you look at every single thing that's happened in this space is, First of all, they deny it. Second of all, they cover it up. And then thirdly, they keep going with the narrative even though they get caught, right? And so that has to change. And so um, if we don't put laws in place, right? And, And I believe that these kids who committed these acts they have to face consequences too. They can't just get like, just can't slide through like it has for so many years. Right. You know, there has to be some consequences for your choices and your actions and your decisions. Right. As citizens, we're all held accountable by the rule of law. Right. And when you break the law, there are consequences for your actions but the actions or the crime never fits the time that these people need to, you know, to face because of the choices that they made.
0: Hmm. That's, um, Hmm.
1: So it's systemic, like it's systemic. It's right from the top. And then it trickles down all the way through to what happened at hockey Canada. And, and, you know, we know that god is going to put these things in front of our face and keep putting them in front of our face until we actually get them but when it comes to the subject of any kind of child abuse whether it's sexual physical emotional or whatever we have dropped completely dropped the ball when it comes to that type of behavior
0: yeah it it blows my mind theo that uh, you know i it's funny the way my brain works because when i first read the story and i'll go back you know even even uh different stories of you know harvey weinstein's a perfect one you know this is uh, when i first read it i was like right uh actually okay and then is i almost i was sitting at breakfast and with my wife and i said it and then i read the actual article and some of the things he did and i was like well i immediately take back everything i just thought because that is horrendous and i i fast forward to the the group of group of guys in the hockey world uh you know when i first heard about it i was like ah you know like i I mean being an athlete and i never played at that that level you certainly did You, you know it's it's an interesting world and i've seen and heard stories i've certainly seen and been a part of my own uh stories of uh just at the levels i've played and uh, athletes or people that are put on a pedestal are kind of privy to a world that most don't experience. Mm-hmm. And yet, when I read they brought golf clubs into the hotel room to further intimidate her, I was like, "Well, that is you know, like That's criminal. That's absolutely. criminal. That's and so criminal. why, why would you try and protect that? Like you're trying in your brain, you go, well, if we protect them, you know, the game doesn't get." Whatever, but it, in, instead, what happens is now I'm like I'm at a point with hockey where I love the game, I just don't love the organization around it, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's it's giving yep. everybody a, a tarnished look when the game has given so much to me, so much to a, a lot of us, and yep. yet that right there is like just poor judgment. But yep. but beach and and and,
1: and 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 we can't defend it. We can't as much as we want to defend it. We can't anymore, more. right? Yeah. You know, if you look at the pros and the cons what Hockey Canada did for me and and what they what they did now, I can't defend it anymore. Right? I can't defend I can't defend them anymore. Right? Despite all the amazing experiences I've had, I can't defend I can't defend them and I can't defend the game anymore. Which means there has to be significant changes made and things put in place where this can never happen again.:
0: You think this has been going on for uh, longer than I, I don't know, actually I shouldn't I, I, I'll, it's I'll... been
1: happening since the beginning of time, Sean. We're trying to do undo 2022 years of abuse because it's been happening right from day one. Right. You know, in the Bible, Cain killed Abel first crime. Right. And it's, and it's just, you know, it just hasn't stopped. Right. For whatever reason, I don't know. Right. That baffles me every day. Thinking about, you know, how do we change this? Right. But I believe it's leadership. It's leadership from the very top you know all the way down right look at how, you know look at how we deal with human trafficking child trafficking look at how we deal with that right so if we deal with that that way
0: how do how do we how do we, hockey, how, do we hockey, how do we deal with human trafficking Theo?
1: well you got to put those guys away who are responsible for the rest of their lives they they should never be allowed the freedom to do anything Right? Because like I said, it's a living murder. Abuse of children is a living murder. Right? And I've been dealing with that my whole adult life is dealing with the after effects of what sexual abuse did to me. Right. So like and and you know, some smart ass lawyer somewhere along the line changed the word rape to sexual abuse, which got his clients off on linear sentences because rape, rape is, you know, an ugly word, but they changed it. The legal system changed it to, you know, there's all kinds of categories now of, you know, abusing children, right? There's different words, different phrases, right? That that carry lighter sentences. Right, But when act, in actuality, it's a living murder called rape. And if we don't talk about it as being rape, this is what happens. There's a gray area for these kids who don't fully understand what they're doing. And they know, they know because they're star athletes, that Hockey Canada is going to protect them. And that's exactly what happened. So it's leadership. It's leadership. It's, it's, it's you know, um, it's standing in front of those kids and saying, you know, if you do this, you're never going to play hockey again. If you do this type of behavior and you get caught, there's no way you're ever going to play hockey again nobody's ever said that they've, they've, they've allowed, they've allowed this type of behavior for many, many years. Right. So is the world though, the world, I'm, you know, I'm talking you yeah, know, G- big, a big, a big picture here. Like we got to look at this at, underneath a bigger lens, right. You know, but, but because, you know, it's the flavor of the month, right. It's the number one story on mainstream media. You know, politicians are talking about it. You know, there's inquiries about it. So it just feeds, you know, it just feeds that that messed up system that we've been in for, like I said,
0: centuries. Yeah, And, and culture, I mean... Uh... You just got to look at some of the different uh, major sports and see how they've handled some of their their stars in the past where mm-hmm. they always get a second or a third chance after doing something really, really, really bad. Mm-hmm. I can't actually, I, I don't know, Theo. Do you know of a major sport where if you stepped out of line, whether it's, you know, um, the abuse? Well, session, I, I've,
1: I face the consequences of my actions, Right. Like I got kicked out of the NHL because I kept doing drugs and I kept drinking and, you know, I wasn't getting the help that I needed. So they, they said, you're out. Right. And I fully accept that. I live with that every day, but those were my choices, my actions and my own decisions that led to the consequences that I faced. Right. So why Aren't these type of consequences put in place and made known to the people who participate in Hockey Canada. If you behave this way, we are not going to protect you. You are going to face the full extent of the law, the full extent of your choices, your actions and your decisions. But that has never been in play here. Why? Because they always protect the money. Right. And what happened in this scenario is Hockey Canada lost all of the money. And then they were faced with that decision that everybody who was involved in trying to cover this up is no longer working at Hockey Canada. So follow the money, follow the money. You know, why did Penn State cover up all that stuff because they were getting $52 million a year from Nike. So money creates power and then power creates abuse. It's the trickle down effect of, you know, trying to protect the entity, trying to protect the money. Right? Right. It it's it always comes down to money.
0: And when you put it that way, it just I go okay. Hockey Canada's always gonna you know in Canada, it's always gonna have a ton of money because if it isn't hockey Canada, let's say tomorrow hockey Canada just scrub from the books, and then whatever you want to put in place of it, the same effect like there's a ton of power that comes. in the form of just like where in society we put that where I, you know, like hockey Canada is, is, I mean, uh, yep. right at the top of the list for things in Canada.
1: Well, think about how much money the world junior tournament in Canada creates for hockey Canada.
0: Millions upon millions,
1: millions upon millions. Right. And then TSN took, took a hold of this event and they created a huge amount of money by covering the world junior tournament. I guarantee you their sponsorship every year on television is sold completely out and sold at the maximum amount of money. So at the end of the day, this is all about money, which is unfortunate, which is backwards because we should be, Protecting kids before we're protecting the money.
0: Hmm. I think that's a a very lovely thought, man. I appreciate you coming on and doing this with me. I uh, wasn't—I wouldn't say I was nervous to do this because uh, you know my hockey background and loving the sport and. But, like but I say, that's it's,
1: but that's not our responsibility, Sean. Yeah, the responsibility falls in 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 the hands of people who you know talk about protecting kids but don't in the end protect kids and so they put us in a really shitty place right because we love the game so much that we don't want to shit all over the game but at this point they leave us no choice they leave us no choice and that's the unfortunate thing about all of this is that you know the hockey world has created a lot of amazing human beings, and I got to play with a lot of them. You know the Marios, the Waynes, the Joe Sakic's, the Steve Eiserman's—like I played with those guys, and they're quality human beings. That the ho- hockey raised all of us, and now we're, we're put in a position where there's no win here. There's no win, right? Yeah, of course. Human nature, we want to protect something that we love so much, but they, they've put us in a position where, where we have no choice. And that's the unfortunate thing about all of this. And, and, and the ultimate goal here is, it is the real reason why we, we do the hockey thing got lost. And it became about money, which it always does.
0: Well, Theo, I appreciate you coming on and and giving me some of your time. I uh, I don't know how much more there is to say. You know, I think you've really done a, a very very good job on it. I uh, I don't know. I love the sport. I love everything about it. But but you're bang on on a lot of your points. And um, you know, when I think about
1: And and you know the one thing, Sean? Not one person from Hockey Canada reached out to me. Not one. So what does that tell you?
0: I don't know. What does that tell you, Theo?
1: Well, it tells me it's typical of how they deal with this shit. Right? Like, I've been in this space for 15 years. I've seen, I've heard every horrific story you can possibly think about, right? And, you know, I believe that I'm a very highly intelligent human being and nobody called me. Not one person called me.
0: But do you think they reached out to anyone else?
1: Or you I think... don't know, I, I don't know, but I would think the first person that I would think about talking to would be me or Sheldon. Right. You know, so I, I just find it weird, you know, because I'm not bitter anymore. You know what I mean? I'm not bitter. I don't want to take down Hockey Canada. I just want to improve on what's happening. That's it. Right. The core of my being, and you, you know me long enough now, Sean, to know that I, I, I care and I care very deeply about everything. And I'm just here to help, and you know, I've had so many experiences with abuse that you know I, I would think that I would be the first guy they call, but they don't they didn't right? And I guarantee you when they're when they're putting this thing back together, they're not going to call me either.
0: You know, when I think about hockey culture not, not mm. to uh shift gears slightly on you, Theo, but
1: mm-hmm.
0: when I grew up playing hockey, they had, you know, we called it hazing or whatever else. And and at the time, I remember getting out a junior and all the articles coming out about somewhere in Ontario and the hazing. And I, I remember thinking like, oh, fuck, just grow the fuck up, right? Like a little bit of hazing, you know, brings a team together and that type of thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but once again, where I was at, it never got taken too far, at least from, and everybody's different, but from my eyes, it never went to places that, uh, I thought was too far. And I would add in, we had a coach that provided the leadership needed to ensure it never went too far. And you think, you think, uh, what you're talking about with leadership, if, um, i don't, but i i mean that's that's a huge ask I, I i just look at it and i go like right i mean as i'm talking i'm like that's like a giant ass it's like how yeah. do you change the mentality of an entire um culture culture mm-hmm. yeah. because you know to the listener uh some of the worst hazing i ever got in my mind mm-hmm. didn't come in canada Right. It just didn't. So you're like, right. well, hockey Canada is the root of all evil because we're the mm. we're the best at hockey. It's not true. It's, it's sure there I I mean, don't get me wrong, parts of it stem from Canada, sure. Right. But like other nations have their own rituals, and if you mm. don't realize that, you're blind.
1: Right. But <clears throat> you know, it's the old military style of leadership that we grew up in, right? Suck it up, you know, so, this is a direct result of, of, you know, our grandparents, you know, grandparents who grew up World War I, World War II, you know, all the way through where, you know, we didn't talk about this stuff, right? And so, we've created a culture because of that kind of leadership, but eventually, here we are. Right? We, this is a different time. This is a different space. This is a different world that we're living in. Right? And so this stuff is no longer tolerated. And in the past it was tolerated. Right? Or it was kept secret or you didn't say anything about it. Right? But now it's all, it's all coming to the surface. And so now we have to, we have to change with the times. It's called evolution.
0: Well, I think a lot of, and
1: we and we've evolved as a society where we're talking about our trauma way more than we we have ever talked about trauma at any point. Do we do we still have a long ways to go? One hundred percent, we have a long ways to go. But you know, the military style of leadership has got us into this situation.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think we're learning. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, it is, uh, you know, when it when it's the United States, when it's Hollywood, when it's things that feel so far off. I've been saying this a lot lately, but when it feels like it's, you know, it's on the other side of the planet, you know, and like, I'm not mm-hmm. in Hollywood. What the hell? You yeah. know, like I read the story. And I'm like, Holy shit, that's fucked up. Yeah. But that doesn't happen around here. Um, you know, and then I go back to, to one of our, our chats on the podcast and then you leading me to Paul Brandt and having different conversations with him. Uh, And now, like, it coming to roost in Hockey Canada. And certainly, I say that to a guy, and I I mean that in the best possible way, because, I mean, Jesus, you're a guy who's lived it, Theo, uh, along with others. But, like, it is just, like, everywhere right now. And you're right. This is flavor of the month, but a long string of events that we are slow as a society to just realize is permeated a lot of different parts of our, not only our country, but probably closer to home than any of us care to admit.
1: Yeah. It, it, uh, you know, it's, it's that, it's that word that, that, uh, you know, the government likes to use. It's systemic, right? It's, it's, it's like DNA stuff, right? You know? that's that's how deeply rooted it is, is it's deeply rooted in our dna right but the great thing about dna is dna can be changed right through behavior and you know making different choices and different types of therapy and and whatever we can change we can change all of that and so i believe what the universe is telling us is that yeah if we don't deal with hockey canada the next organization is not too far behind who's going to be front and center again
0: right you you um you make it what what pops in my brain theo is is essentially you know we got to stop acting like whoever it is that steps into hockey canada is all of a sudden going to make a wide sweeping change and things are going to get drastically better as we've seen over the last little bit when you put all your faith in the bureaucracy of an organization, whether it's the government, whether it's, um, you know, like, but uh, but here here
1: when yeah. when when the prime minister of our country is calling people who are unvaccinated misogynist racists, what is what is he teaching the young people in our country? He's teaching them about hatred, right? So you want to talk about systemic? It's systemic, right? So if the people at the top are abusing, like I said, the citizens, what do you think is going to happen? What do you think is going to happen in organizations? What do you think is going to... This is what happens. So if we don't change the DNA around abuse, we're never going to get the lesson. There's just going to be more stories like this that that surface. Well,
0: and all I was going to say was that I think it's it's good for people to understand that they can't look at any entity do i want whoever to run our country and have all the best values and and start instilling that 110 percent? but it's always going to come it's always going to come back down to the individuals how you interact with your family because if you can do that Mm -hmm. then chances are you can impact your community you get a strong community now you start to impact bigger things we keep wanting it top down we keep going if only somebody at the top will give us the way. Yeah, we already know the way, right? Like, I mean, we got to start impacting our our own families, taking care of one another in this tight little circle so that Mm -hmm. we can be better parts of our community as a whole. That's the building blocks of society.
1: Right. Well, but, you know, the one thing I believe we've lost as a society is just respect. Respect for other people, respect for people's feelings, their things, you know, their possessions, like we need to get back to respect and that's teaching our kids about respect. Right. You know, and, and uh, yeah, my parents did a whole bunch of horrible things to me when I was a kid, but I still respected them. Right. And that to me is probably the biggest thing that's been lost in, in all of this is, is respect. And when you bring back respect, I think you solve a lot of these problems, these, a lot of these issues that we have.
0: But you don't, I could be wrong on this. I don't feel like you teach respect, you show respect. Like yeah. That's something you, 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 you observe yeah. as, mm-hmm. a, as a kid, as an adult, as everything, right? You observe yeah. somebody who respects mm-hmm. X, Y, Z. The yeah. problem and, there, becomes... and, there,
1: and, and there used to be consequences to disrespect. There are no more consequences to disrespect. Right, If I disrespected people as a kid, guess what? I didn't get to play hockey. If I treated people the wrong way, I didn't get to play. And those were consequences to me disrespecting people. There's no more consequences to disrespect. right? And, and a perfect example is what we've been through the last three years. Because I made a medical choice and medical decision... I've been grossly disrespected because of my choice. And the people who've disrespected me have faced zero consequences for doing that.
0: Well, I was, I was going to say, you know...
1: So if we want to get really philosophical and we really want to peel the layers of the onion off and get to the core of the reason why Hockey Canada is the flavor of the month, it all starts with the basic basic, basic um, principles of how we treat people. And that has slowly, slowly gone away because of this woke culture that we live in, where they demand that we um, respect what they're doing when they're disrespecting us at the same time.
0: I don't know if that's been more evident than Daniel Smith's uh, first press conference.
1: Right. Right. But it's a what a beautiful distraction to what happened at the EU Parliament two days ago.
0: You're talking, um, was it Pfizer, you, or
1: M- the, F- F- Pfizer? Pfizer. Yeah. yeah. Basically said, yeah, the vaccine didn't do anything we told you it was going to do. Well, it should have been which should have been the biggest news story on the planet. And no Canadian mainstream media said a word. No politician in Ottawa said a word about that. So you're wondering why Hockey Canada is front and centre? Great distraction. Why Daniel Smith's statement about discrimination, why do you think it's front and centre? It's because, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's it's insanity. We are living in... The the byproduct of what we're talking about here, Sean.
0: Hmm. Well,
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> so you so you expect Hockey Canada to behave themselves when all of this is going on? It's not going to happen.
0: Well, Theo, I've really appreciated uh, you hopping on uh, and giving me your thoughts. As I always tell you, it's never it's never. Um a dull moment, uh, sitting across from you. Um, <laughs> but I appreciate you coming on and, uh, not playing along, but, uh, essentially, uh, talking about some things that, uh, I've been thinking about, and especially when it comes to the hockey community, it's, it's right in both of our backyards, so to speak. And yeah. I appreciate you coming on and, and doing this with me and, and I'm sure we'll bump into each other here soon enough.
1: Oh yeah. Anytime. I'm, uh, it's unfortunate that we have to talk about this stuff, but I also think it's it's an opportunity to bring a different perspective. And you know, I think probably the majority of people would have thought that I would have jumped on the bandwagon and, and ripped Hockey Canada a new asshole. but no, this is this is bigger than both of us. And uh, it's been brewing for a long, long time. and you know Hockey Canada has given us an opportunity to change and let's see if that's going to happen or are we going to get the next flavor of the month right that's that's what i believe the universe is telling us is that we have here's another opportunity for us to make changes and you know are we finally going to get this lesson that you know a kid somewhere in the world every second of every minute of every hour of every day is being abused sexually Physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And are we going to do something about it? That's how I see it.
0: Well, thanks, Theo. Uh, Look forward to our next chat.
1: Yeah, me too. Thanks.